episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. How are you going, man? Yeah, not too bad. I'm sitting here in a moon boot at the moment, so... Uh, yeah, what did you do? Uh, we had a gig uh, nearly a couple of weeks ago now and uh, finished the show and uh, we were going back on to do an encore, so I thought I'd slip a ciggy in before we jump back on stage and heard the missus talking on the mic and I went to do the big bolt to take off and it just snapped. Oh. Held a tendon. Brutal, so, man. Yeah, very rock and roll, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm having trouble with my knee. I had to, I'd take today off because, uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, man, I had on and off that running around on stage, come off, and I could hardly walk. <laughs> Mate, once you hit 40, that's it. It's all over, isn't it? 100%, dude. That's what happened to me. Like running yep. around doing the death metal thing and then um, hobbling. <laughs> what's going on? What's, what's rock and roll and, and legs at the moment? Oh, I don't know, mate. It's uh, it's all that uh, you know elite athlete stuff that we got up to when we were younger, I suppose. You know, yeah, playing Swedish volleyball team, skipping <laughs> leg day, skip too yeah. much leg day. <laughs> but uh, James, my name's Nev. Anyway, dude, it's thanks for joining yeah. the show, man. No worries, mate. Pleasure. Yeah, all good. I saw your, uh, saw your interview with uh, Ripper there a couple of weeks back. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a good dude. I like him. Yeah, he's a funny bloke. <laughs> he, is, hey, he is. Yeah, it's a good time. I can't wait, man. I cannot wait for that tour, hey. Oh, that's going to be a cracker, yeah. Looking forward to that with Simon. Simon on the drums, and he's uh, Simon's probably the loudest drummer I've ever played with in my life. He doesn't even need a PA, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> no. That's crazy stuff. Because, I mean, of course, we're talking about uh, Bond but Not Forgotten, and uh, – Man, you got you got heaps of stuff coming up, including that show. You, you guys are going to be up here for that as well, hey? Uh, for the Metal God show in um, in Brisbane. Yeah. Well, that's that, well, that, that way. <laughs> that way, somewhere. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where are you at? You're in Melbourne? <laughs> oh, I'm in Perth at the moment. Um, ah, I see. A bunch of uh, theatre shows over here. And uh, this weekend we head off to um, – where are we going? North Queensland, doing a bit of a run down to Brizzy, doing a bunch of theatres, and then down to Melbourne, then back to Perth, and then uh, all, all over the shop at the moment. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to need a good week in bed, I think, before we start the Bond tour. Yeah, that's going to it's going to be hectic, man. That's going to be hectic. Yeah. Uh, of course, I mean, uh, you're hitting the road again for the Power 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 Age. I can't even talk power. properly. Not Power Age. I'll need a Power Age after the weekend. Fuck. Let me start. I want to get. <laughs> the Power Rage versus Back in Black tour, uh, in celebration of Bon Scott's birthday, uh, of course. What, what's the idea of doing um, those albums? Of course, one of the last ones he did, and the first with Brian. Um, well, I mean, we, we've been doing the show for about eleven years now, mm. apart from the old COVID hiccup. And um, yeah, each year we, uh, we we've always mixed up the set list. A little bit depending on who's singing because we, we tend to have a, you know, a a different lineup each year, which was always the uh, the idea from when we started was to you know bring in 
um, amazing singers and, and, and other guitarists and stuff in um, to shake it up rather than doing the same show every year. Um, so we, we've always done like the, you know, the best of ACDC, which, you know, in all honesty, we could play for three or four hours easily um, if we uh, were just to do that. But this time we thought um, Power Age for me is my favourite ACDC album of all time. And yeah. it's one of the fan favourites, you know. It's a, Whenever you ask anybody, oh, what's your favourite Akadaka album? And, you know, a lot of people will rattle off the usual, you know, Let Them Rock and, and Dirty Deeds and Back and Black and that sort of stuff. But so many people will say Power Age. And there, there's literally not a dud track on that album. It is just so powerful. Um, and so we thought we'd, uh, we'd do that one because a lot of those songs you never hear, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power Age album, uh, stuff like, you know, What's Next on the Moon and that. They're just such good songs. Gone Shooting, which is my favourite. Yeah. Um, and, and the Back in Black uh, idea was, well, obviously, I mean, there's the age-old argument of uh, did Bond write the lyrics and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it's it's the band's tribute to Bond as well. So that, that connection to Bond, no matter how you look at it, is really strong. Um, and, and it's again such a great album, you know. Mutt Lang has just uh, created one of the greatest masterpieces yeah. of all time, there, you know. Um, and the the lady that we've got singing that album, Cynthia Galley, who's a, a Melbourne girl, I, I saw her play oh, maybe six, seven years ago at a club down in Geelong, and I was just gobsmacked. My jaw was on the floor, you know. And we, we've done done a few shows with her singing stuff off a of Back in Black album. She's probably the only person I know on the face of the planet that can sing the entire album from woe to go, note for note, with passion. Um, and, you know, even Brian can give that crack these days. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've never heard anybody manage to to do that before. She She's probably one of the best female rock vocalists that ever come out of this country, period. Is she doing both sets? No, no, she's doing uh, she's doing the Back in Black set and yep. the Parade set. We've got a, another Melbourne guy uh, called Simon McCulloch who's actually done a couple of tours uh, with us in the past. And Simon's got this uncanny likeness to to Bond in the way that he uh, in the way that he sings. He's got a very similar tone to Bond, and that's not something that he tries to copy. That's just uh, I mean he's part Scottish as well, you know. Um, it's just his natural way of singing. And, of course, he's a, an absolute Bond nut. Um, you know, he's got all the tats and all that sort of stuff. He's grown up with him since he was a kid. So he, he's got a massive love uh, for Bond, for the music. He, know, he knows every single word to every single song that, that Bond ever did, you know, inside out, upside down. Uh, and that's what we try to include in the show is people that have that passion uh, for ACDC and, and can deliver the goods when it comes to performing it, you know. I mean, we, we've had the luxury in the past of, um, I think we had more ex-members of ACDC uh, in one of the tours than ACDC have. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Wright and Mark Evans and uh, Tony Brancy all, you know, sitting in the band room getting up ready to go on stage playing these classic songs, sort of like looking around squeezing yourself going, these guys are actually in it, you know. Man. Must be such an absolute spin. Did you think, you know, back then when you when you first started the project, did you did you think you'd be sitting in a room and jamming on stage with some of these dudes who, you know, <laughs> you were cranking on on 
on record and, and and stuff like that. You know what I mean? No, not at all. I mean, I'd I'd done some stuff with um, Simon previously. I uh, I got in touch with him. God knows how I can't remember now. Um, and he actually uh, ended up inviting me over to the states um, to record on a uh, a tribute to ACDC that he was playing on with. Crikey, it was everybody. I ended up doing a track with Lemmy um, oh. and Dave Menachetti from Y&T, uh, the bass player from The Firm, I forget his name now, he's an incredible guy. Um, and The Firm, of course, had Chris Slade uh, in it and Paul Rogers and Jimmy Page, and his name escapes me now. But all these, like, amazing uh, players. So I went over, stayed with Simon, we did some stuff. And we ended up chatting about, you know, potentially putting on a, a show for Bon around his birthday time in Australia. And he said, look, I'd love to. And um, so the idea came came up to reach out to Mark Evans and see if he'd be keen. And he was. And we ended up with, uh, I think, Dave Gleeson from the Screaming Jets and Steamy yeah. from the um, And Mick Atkins, uh, when we first started, like I say, that was 11 years ago. And that was uh, that was in Frio, Bon's hometown, of course. And uh, we just did like two shows, and and it was just such an amazing feeling doing that stuff for me, and uh, and the, yeah, the guys had an absolute ball as well. Um, so it just kind of rolled on from there. It's like, oh, anyone keen on doing another one next year? And then of course it just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and still going. It's it's that one time a year where we all get together and um, yeah, celebrate Bond and play the music that we love. It's not a not an on ongoing thing. We're not doing you know, gigs left, right, centre all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, we look forward to, you know, that 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 one time a year. So, yeah, we love it. I think that's that's what's special about what you guys do is, you know, there's ACDC tributes all over the world, and they dress up and they do the thing and they try and obviously mimic the band visually as well and try and you know. But where you guys, it's like a it's. It's from the heart, I think. Yeah. That's where oh, I, it's, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, yeah, props to all the other bands that go out and do it. The, the, Absolutely. The, of course. Most of those AC/DC bands that get out there and and, and do it you know, full time or uh, a lot of the time or whatever, they, they do it because they love doing it. And that's um, uh, and that's an important thing, no matter what you're doing musically. I, I, I've got about five different projects uh, on the go at the moment. So we're constantly on the road doing stuff. My partner's uh, got a show where you know, she performs the music of uh, Carol King and, and Linda yeah. Ronstadt, Cassidy. So I'm, I'm doing some like some jazzy kind of gigs. Uh, she does an Amy Winehouse, which is like really cool, funky uh, stuff. So, uh, but I love all of it. You know, and and I think that that's the key to whatever you do. Yeah, you know, not just music, whatever is your hobby or or your industry. If you really love doing it, it's not a it's not a chore to get out there and do. You know, that's right. That's exactly right. And uh, of course, you've got uh, Bobby Poulton from Wolf Mother. Bobby from Wolf Mother. Yes, what a bass player. He's out on the road at the yeah. moment. I, I I think I saw a picture of him uh, yesterday. He put up. Uh, in uh, in Amsterdam somewhere, so I'm assuming he's still sitting in a cafe, stoned as a fart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Bob, Bobby's a great bass player. I've done a few shows with Bobby and uh, Joel McDonald at the old Frankie's uh, in Sydney, doing a, oh, yeah. Yeah. a few guest spots with those guys, and yeah, world class players, amazing. 
That's awesome. And, of course, I mean, you've had in the past other Aussie rock legends, like as you mentioned, Skinny from The Poor and Rusty from Electric Mary, who's like one of the best singers in the country. Like that dude is just phenomenal. Um, you know, has it been jamming with these dudes over the years? You know, on this stuff, it must be pretty cool calling up your mates and and saying, "Come on!" Like and and hearing Bon interpreted through these different dudes. Yeah, I mean, I think with Rusty again is, uh, you know, he he's got he's got very similar characteristics to Bon on stage. His tone's a little bit different, but uh, he he loves Bon, and again, he's one of those guys that will just get up and play any song that you like. Um, he's a crazy cat. <laughs> but, uh, love, love being on the road with him. And uh, another one is Skeeny. Skeeny from the poor is just, you know, you, for somebody he idolises Bon Scott. And another guy that can just rattle off, you know, every word to every every Bon song at the drop of a hat. And I think that's the, the beauty of these shows is that, um uh, a lot of the time, there, there's not much rehearsal going on because everybody just knows their bits inside out because it's what we listen to when we're on the road or when we're at home anyway. So it's constantly ingrained in your head. I've been listening to these songs since 1978, you know, non-stop all day, every day pretty much. Um, so, yeah, when we come together, it's kind of like, let's just run through the set once, see how it feels, and if it's all good, we'll nip down the pub and have a beer, you know. <laughs> and more often than not, it's it's literally, yeah, it's just one rehearsal and that's it. In saying that, um, the very first show we ever did with Simon and uh, Mark and uh, Skeeny uh, and Doug Gleeson, uh, we never rehearsed. Literally, uh, Simon got in late from LA for whatever reason and we had soundcheck to run over maybe three or four songs. Um, I've got that, so that I've got that whole show on video, and it's almost perfect from way to go with no awesome. <laughs> So uh, when, when it comes to get a lot of that, it's 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 a luxury because uh, rehearsals are a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's true, it's true. But you know, at least you can have beers. You know, yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> Is there anyone that you've um, you know, wanted to have on board, or you're looking to get on board at some stage? Uh, yeah, we were at one stage talking to Phil Rudd's uh, manager, okay. um, and that nearly came about. Um, and some things were happening with Phil, and we had never eventuated. Um, we also spoke to Chris Slade uh, at one point in time. There was a, a tour that uh, Simon couldn't do a few years back, um, and Chris was keen uh, to come down and do it. Um, and yeah, there were some issues with visas and all that sort of crap getting it together, and it ended up being a bit too hard to organize. So, we ended up using a guy called Greg Aldridge, another Melbourne guy. Um, and Greg's yeah, played with a, a whole bunch of bands over the years, and uh, you know, he's uh, he's probably the closest thing to Phil Rudd you'll ever, you'll ever get, you know. Um, but players that I'd like to, oh, crocky, um. Oh, Bon would be good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Time There's a DeLorean somewhere on the Gold Coast here, mate. So. Cliff Williams would be nice if he could come down and have a play with us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have asked Cliff, but uh, he's quite happily retired at the moment. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be cool. 
That'd be really cool. But you know what? I mean, what, has there been a show that's been the most significant for you guys? What's been the one that's really, you know, been special one? I, look, I, to be honest, I, I love all of them, but the first one that we ever did for the reason that we had, um, you know, Simon and Mark in the bands and the way it just gelled. Uh, on stage, like I say, with no rehearsal, it was just—it was one of those magic moments. We were on a high for, you know, weeks after that. So that—that that to me is the the standout for that reason. But you know, there's, we've never had a bad night, so <laughs> hard to beat. Stop picking one of your babies, you know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. But I mean, uh, where did your love of ACDC and Bond come from? Obviously, everyone's got a story. That first record, what's that one that sort of grabbed you by the nose and pulled you in and didn't like? Well, go? I was living in England uh, in the seventies. I was born there. I didn't come to Australia till like eighty, eighty-one. Um, and uh, the soccer club that I was in, I was a pretty bad goalkeeper. Um, it's got nothing to do with anything. I just sort of throw that in there. Um, one of the one of the uh, one of the players, his old man was a, a record company uh, rep, and he had this big old transit van, and uh, had all the LPs in the back of the transit van that he'd take around to the shops and the radio stations and all that sort of stuff. And of course, in England, it doesn't get hot enough for the uh, for the vinyl to melt in the van. So, that, um, and he said. Uh, Oh, what do you listen to at the moment? I said, oh, anything. He said, oh, here you go. I'll give you this album. It's a new Australian band, ACDC. And he gave me uh, If You Want Blood, the live album. And I put that on and just never looked back, you know, from from that day of first hearing it. They've been my favourite band ever since then, you know. Um, and they weren't huge in England at the time in 78. They were sort of... Yeah, you know, starting to make rumbles. I think the um, like the the uh, what do you call them the school uh, discos and all that sort of stuff used yeah, to yeah. occasionally whack a whole lot of Rosie the live version, and uh, that was about it. Apart from that, never really heard much of them. And uh, from that point onwards, whenever there was an album out, bang, straight into it. You know, um, so yeah, for me that was it. The If You Want Blood live album, and to me, it's still the best live album by by any band. Uh, uh, ever in terms of like yeah, perfect playing and uh, just energy, the raw energy that you get yeah. from that. I mean, there's other great live albums. You've got Who Live at Leeds and, um, you know, Pink Floyd. Uh, was it Pompeii? Yep, yep. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, those sort of albums are absolutely brilliant. But um, to me, this is the one that just grabbed me, yeah. Have you still got it? Have you still got that vinyl? I've got all of them. <laughs> the original one that you had as a as a kid. I'm not sure about that, but I do have a press copy uh, uh, of um, your pressing of Back in Black, and the label is the same on both sides. So it was a misprinted version of Back in Black, and I've still got that. It's in perfect condition, but um, yeah, I'll hang on to that one. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get all the <laughs> you get everyone like. Yeah, give me. I'll give you this much. You're like, nah. Now you be fighting it back now. To me, grandkids. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> has has any of the ACDC dudes seen you play? Like, you know, the, the current lineup. Um, not not this particular show, no, because we've never been 
in town at the same time. But yeah, they they have. I I, I was lucky enough through uh, when I was playing with the Angels, their um, their tour manager Michael Marto, who's uh, awesome guy. Um, he rang me out of the blue uh, when they came to Perth. I think it was the um, it was the Razor's Edge tour, so it would have been about ninety ninety one. Yeah. Uh, and so he rings out. He said, oh, "Sorry, mate. Look, I hope you don't mind. I got your number. I'm a I'm a massive uh, Angels fan, and I'm looking after ACDC at the moment as part of the World Tour." I'm like, "Ah, uh, yeah." <laughs> and he said, oh, would you like to come down and have dinner with the boys? And I'm like, "Yeah." <clears throat> I was only what 21 or 22 or something at the time, <clears throat> and so for me that was just. Absolutely amazing. And, and uh, Malcolm and Cliff uh, came down to a show uh, that we did. Um, it might have been St. George Leagues out in Sydney or something. Because um, uh, Malcolm's nephew, James Young, was playing in the poor at the time with Skeeny, and, and they were supporting the Angels back in those days. Uh, that's when the Who Cares LP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, Mal came down to support James and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, so f- from that meeting um, back then, you know, each time they come to Australia, you know, I'll, I'll catch up with uh, one or two of them and, you know, go to the show and uh, you know, had, had a few good nights out with Cliff. He's, <laughs> he's an absolute sweetheart. And he's my, you know, I think him and Chris Bailey were responsible for my bass playing style. Uh, that's what I grew up on, you know, doing that. That's what I stole all their chops. <laughs> you get to ha- hang out with them. That's that's something quite special. You know what? I, I'm embarrassed to say, but I've never seen Akadak alive. What? Man, I just, every time, it's something, it's like the never-ending thing with me. Eh? <laughs> uh, it's like I won't have the cash or, like, I won't be in the same area. It's been, like, this ongoing thing, and I know my chances are, like, yeah getting further and further away so this is going to be like the closest thing that i'm getting <laughs> to see in akadak alive you know hopefully i'll get that chance but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll give it the same energy best we can oh man i actually nearly went to uh the uh the game on in southampton which was uh would have been bond's last ever show wow uh, and because uh, uh, I lived about 15 miles from uh, Southampton uh, in England when I was there. And the show got postponed uh, for some reason. I'm not sure why. I think it had something to do with Angus got an injury or something like that. Um, and so the date was changed and couldn't end up going on on that date. So uh, I, I very nearly saw the last show had it not been that would have been incredible (laughs) that would have been insane but uh yeah bummer bummer but you know uh hopefully i'll get us i'll get to see the acdc if they tour here again at some stage but as i said i'm really looking forward to at least experiencing it through you guys because i know you're gonna get up there and kill it no, I'm I'm in I'm Gold Coast, man. I'm in Brizzo. Ah, I was going to say the Melbourne show. That's the uh, the the Corner Hotel, which is yeah one of the most iconic yeah. venues in 
country. So, uh, uh, oh, so yeah, no, you're going to have to wait to uh, till October to see us. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, but another yeah. thing I'm excited about is, of course, is the Pound Cake Van Halen show is mm-hmm. uh, going to be on. As man, I don't know if you can see him up there. I'll bring him down. I got Eddie up there. My lucky chance. Oh, mate, Eddie, Eddie, like another band I never saw live. Like mm-hmm. devastated, dude. Like that last, you know, there was like that one show they played here, and I had mates all down there send me videos. Didn't get to see them, so I'm super excited for that as well. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the um, the guy that we've got playing guitar, whose name happens to be Eddie. Um, he's a, a French guy living in Sydney for a while now, and he is just oh god. I mean, playing Eddie Van Halen is yeah. is almost impossible for ninety nine point nine percent of the guitarists in the country. But Eddie just note for note, that was his hero growing up, you know. So he he's kind of like me with the ACDC stuff when it comes to when it comes to Van Halen. So he's playing guitar on that. I kid you not, I've just never seen anything like it. We did a show. Uh, in Perth, there was a, a, a memorial show just after Eddie passed, and we yeah, did, yeah. Did, a, did a fundraiser um, at the Charles Hotel, jam packed, and um, just yeah, you know, again you could see people's jewels on the floor just watching this guy perform it live, note for note, and it's you know it was yeah, it's a pleasure to be a part of when you you know you, you get that talented a, a guy standing next to you on stage just ripping it up as yeah you're, you're singing for it right i am i got lumbered into that god knows how that happens um i put my hand up stupidly um i never realized that uh, sammy hager was <laughs> singing that high so i got some really tight pants i'm gonna put on for that one um <laughs> now I've, I've been singing a lot over the last yeah, 15 years um Doing different stuff, and I, I love me Van Island as well, you know, yeah. getting out and playing jump without jumping. Well, I can't be doing that in a freaking moon, but anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. But they, they got some killer songs, yeah. There's a bit of uh, there's a bit of Sammy in there, a bit of Dave in there, uh, all the classic tracks, and it's, it's kind of almost a, a sing along party tune, sort of yeah. takes you back to the 80s and uh. You know, all, all great songs. So uh, we thought it would be a nice compliment. Uh, I mean, yeah, most people that are ACDC fans are, are Van Halen fans. You know, not too many don't cross over into the two of them, you know, so we thought it would be a nice little mix. Absolutely. Food groups. Rock and roll yeah. food groups, man. I mean. The, the food sh- groups. Meat and potatoes. That's it. I tell you what, though, like Roth, Roth Van Halen, before any show, I play death metal stuff <laughs> before any show. It's part of my ritual. I, I man, I'll put that on, and and that's part of my. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, without fail, and I'm ready to yeah. roll. I just can't do the splits and any spin kicks anymore. Oh, mate, you got to ease yourself into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, and then I just don't get back up. I just, I just stay there. You know, yeah, that's yeah. what you need to help you out, <laughs> <laughs> man. Man, it's the best, but uh, you know, of course, another thing I wanted to ask you about you know, we've got all these legends like Eddie and and Bon and and all these guys, you know, it seems like 
during that era, we had so many great rock and roll legends. And yeah. all up until the last, let's say, 10 years, they're all starting to go, man. And it's it's really sad. Like even like the 90s dudes, like Cornell and and Waylon, you know, and one of my biggest heroes, Bowie, man. Like yeah. it, it makes me think that who's gonna follow those footsteps into the the future? Do you do you think about that at all? Like who we who we got that's gonna carry the torch? Yeah, look, that's the unfortunate thing. There's not, uh, yeah, there's not many of the born rock stars left coming out. Um, you know, I, I think it's just a sign of the times. The kids today have got their you know, friggin' Amy Sharks and all that sort of stuff, and it's like, uh, um, it's. I mean, the, the beauty of ACDC is that they do transcend generations. You know, you'll, you'll see the old people there with the grandkids and all that sort of stuff. But I don't think, unfortunately, that the following for that hard rock stuff is being handed down to the to the youngsters these days. I mean, it, it is, but nowhere near like it was in the old days. So we did, I don't think we're going to have these rock stars or, you know... Uh, whatever you want to call them, um, of the same ilk as yeah. your Bowies and uh, your Jaggers and all those guys. They were born to be on stage, you know. Um, there's something special about those guys, your Freddie Mercury's and that. They, could, oh. they spoke to the world, you know, and there's – yeah, I can't think of anybody out there at the moment. I mean, there's some good, there's some good rock and roll bands out there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. literally – you know, they're, um, I think Electric Mary are flying the flag for Australian rock at the moment um, and deserve to be on the world stage, absolutely. Mm. Um, but I could never see Rusty as a rock star like Bowie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking his cup of tea. <laughs> it's, it's, is there, I mean, as you said, there's some amazing bands. There's incredible bands, but there's that something almost inhuman level of talent and individuality that these dudes had that are you know these rappers and stuff out there that are uh, you know they just it's not it's like it's not quite there but you know who knows the next uh the next legend may be born tomorrow <laughs> same so yeah man we need a yeah absolutely Absolutely. But, uh, I mean, outside of, of these projects, what else have you got coming up, man? What are you working on behind the scenes? Um, oh, tons of stuff at the moment. But it's, uh, like I say, it's, it's mainly um, mainly my partner. She goes under the stage name of Bloom, and she's got a lot of lot of stuff happening. Um, got some uh, European stuff uh, in the works. Uh, she's just put a single out that's, Freaking amazing! It's not rock and roll, <laughs> but it, yeah, it's an amazing song. Um, and yeah, lots of uh, theatre tours and that sort of thing uh, with her at the moment. So for me, um, I, I'm happy doing uh, a couple of tours a year, like the Bond tour. We've got the Metal God scene coming up, and that, and that takes up yeah, not only a couple of months worth of. Uh, time on the road but also you know the back end stuff that goes into putting these shows together so that's you know that's a few months of, of my life doing that so the rest of the time she's uh, uh yeah i think she's on the edge of something really big she's got uh, an amazing talent 
So um, I think we'll spend you know, a, a lot of the time sort of helping her out, doing her thing. And, uh, and I've I've had me fun in the sun. I'm not going to retire yet. I, I, I don't want to be the, uh, the centrepiece uh, on stage for the rest of my life. I've, uh, you know, done that in a, in a few bands and, and thoroughly enjoyed it. But uh, I'm, I'm happy to take a back seat a lot of the time these days. And, uh, you know, getting old, mate. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. I'll still be kicking around doing it for a while. Don't you worry about that. I'll just, <laughs> the rock and roll doesn't leave you. That's it. You know, I just don't I don't understand dudes that, that go, oh, I used to. I used to listen to rock. I used to listen to, I used to, yeah, man, it's got to be in that blood. Hey, you've got to love it with all your heart. The used oh, to. It's, nah. it's just doesn't let go, mate. <laughs> you can't like a band and then decide not to like them anymore. It's like a football team, you know. You don't start, you know, barracking for another bloody team. Nah. It's like you, you pick a team when you're young and that's your team for life. And, uh, you know, it's like ACDC. You, you don't like them one day and then hate them the next. It's like, you know, you're in it for the long haul. That's right. That's right. you got to stick with your bands, people. Don't throw Absolutely. away those records. Keep clank- cranking that Slayer and Akadaka until... Yeah, you're 85. That's the way to 100%. do it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, it's been awesome hanging out with you on the show tonight. We'll have all the ticket links and stuff down here for for all the shows you got coming up. But we will definitely see you in Brisbane at the Mansfield Tavern. That's the one I'll be at. It's going to be huge. James, legend. Thank you, my man. Oh, pretty steel. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> my, my daily mug. There you go. <laughs> Uh, good to chat with you, mate. And uh, yeah, we'll save you a spot at the bar. Oh, mate, mate, I'll be, I'll be there. I'm, I'm blocking it. I blocked it out on the calendar, and I'm taking the two days where I'm just gonna, just gonna rage. It's gonna Tell be- your mum you're going out, whether she likes it or not. <laughs> My wife, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the boss, the leader of the opposition. The like. That's right, the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. the brains of the operation. I'm there just you go. The man that does the metal thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good to chat to you, Mike. You Stay too, safe. man. Take care. See-